How's it going, everybody? Welcome back. It's the, it's the day drive episode, episode two. two. Right off the bat, my boy Lucas here bought some kombucha at the corner store. He's never had it before. We're gonna try this out. Oh, it's spilling everywhere. All right, let's. We're okay. We're good. All right, now we have it right. open. Yeah, <laughs> it's open now. First reaction. Lucas, describe the aroma. Uh, it actually way more distinctive aroma than I thought. I thought it was gonna be uh, I don't know, smell more like a tea. Mm-hmm. Doesn't smell like a tea. I don't even know exactly what kombucha is. I'm, I don't either. Fermented, right? Yeah. First sip. Wow, this one's very carbonated. Very carbonated. I don't know if that's usually. Is that a? I don't know. There's, is there levels of that? Oh well, yeah, absolutely. Because this one is very carbonated. How does it like? Yeah, it tastes. Maybe like. Let's look that up. Someone look up if. If what? If if kombucha is carbonated, or but how? like, is it a different kind of carbonation? No, like, I don't know. I it's just like I got a lot of bubbles first taste. But okay. regardless, it's uh like kind of sour, but like not in a bad way. I kind of like it. It's uh very interesting. I gotta Ooh. say, Lucas is crossed over to the kombucha side. I'm on the side, bro. I moved to Boulder <laughs> what like two years ago, and I can't believe this is my first time trying it. But um, yeah, I'm sold. That was. A- great opening segment <laughs> from us here absolutely um so now um the original concept for this episode yeah was we're just gonna run through some songs that we like that we've been listening to yeah lately. absolutely we were actually we were gonna get uh guest patrick haney from the uh, taste podcast on we the, yeah on we had but much like the taste podcast he's not even here so. oh <laughs> my god uh, that i'm kind of sad about but maybe in a future episode right oh it's okay yeah we're good fingers crossed it's not like He's not my brother or something. No, you know? exactly. Exactly. We don't have to worry. We're not bitter. Yeah, we're good. Um, anyway, so yeah, uh, we're gonna start with Lucas. He's got three songs. Um, I think we should go back and forth. You want? Oh, you, oh, good idea. Yeah, let's go okay. back and forth. Yeah, let's do that. Okay. All right. So we're gonna jump in and we're just gonna talk about. Uh, we each brought three songs that we've both listened to, brought to the table. We're just gonna have a little discussion about them. A oh little, yeah. Uh, reaction to them if you haven't heard them. Analysis. Um, so yeah. So the first song uh, that I want to listen to is because I've been very into Vampire Weekend recently. Oh, yeah. um, I've been put on, and uh, it was something that, like I knew the big songs, right? Like yeah. Cousins and like uh, I saw, Oxford uh, Comma. You, you ever see Step Brothers, dude? Yeah. That song from the intro, Step Brothers. Exactly right. So I was good. I was very surface level fan until <laughs> until kind of recently. Um, but uh, and it's and this one isn't even a deep cut. But Hannah Hunt. Such a great song. Such a great song. And I have to say... Well, um, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a link to all of these songs yeah. in like the, the bio of the SoundCloud yeah. thing. Um, so if, if you haven't heard these songs, you can go and... Go and listen to them. Listen along with us. Yeah, Like absolutely. you're here with us. Yeah, exactly. All right. Exactly. Oh, so Hannah Hunt. Hannah Hunt. Quick description sure. of the track. Yeah, so... What I like the most about this track is because it, it, it kind of starts off uh, a quietly, a soft song, right? And mm-hmm. it's it's not much. It's a couple, like, piano chords with some guitar over top, right? Yeah. And um, there's some singing, and it's uh, it's about a relationship between a couple people. And, is that uh, what it is? That? I've never looked into the... I mean, I like I feel like I've listened to them a thousand times. Yeah. It's a great song. There's, there's some good lyrics because it's, like, kind of a... It's a breakup song is that at what its it core. Is? Yeah, exactly. Because, okay. like, the, the main... The hard hitting part says, "If I can't trust you, then damn it, Hannah." Like, yeah, it's like him 
kind of breaking up like at the end it's just oh, like okay i guess i've never looked at it like that yeah uh, exactly so it like starts off quiet and i and i did a little i read a little bit about some analysis yeah but like i think the the relationship's pretty healthy at the beginning of uh of the song and then it kind of just like all br- busts into this big like i don't know grandiose uh like him kind of screaming not even screaming but like singing really really get, really letting it out really passionate um, and then it kind of goes back and fades into calm at the end. And honestly, beautiful song. I, one thing I really like about this song that I just kind of like in a lot of songs is when they just have this general structure of like, it starts off with these like slow couple verses. Yeah. And, right. Uh, eventually, it just explodes into like a, like the the very end. It's kind of a weird structure, you know. Like it, it is. It's it, like it goes into this like one big, almost like a chorus, I guess. Like, like there's a lot of songs that do this, where it's just like, and then the song is just over. It's like a right. It's like um, letting off a firecracker or something. It's e- like exactly. well, that was it. But th- there's I like that. Yeah, and, and stylistically, it's not anything near the same. But like I kind of think of it like uh, like in the air tonight when you finally get yeah, to that drum yeah. drop and like that's kind of the part you're waiting for the whole song right. and like. Phil Collins just like drags you for I don't know four minutes before that <laughs> happens, and that's like kind of the way this song is, and not like not that the buildup isn't good, but that, like finally the release is just in a smaller way. MIA's classic hit 2008 Paper Planes. Paper Planes kind of yeah. does it too. Yeah, it, <laughs> they really make you wait for that chorus. It's in like that song. there's like three verses before the chorus. It's brutal for a for like a, a, a song that did as well as that that song did. That is it's really true. weird, right? Especially for one with radio play, like right? a lot of radio. You play. think that like, they should have like dove in and like started off with the chorus, but no, like they they waited for that. I feel like it was kind of an accidental hit, though. Who paper planes? Maybe. I mean, it, what I I don't know. Does Mia have any other radio play at all? Um, yeah, she. She had that one, um, like features, right? But yeah, no. Like, uh, what was that one song? What was her most, um, not her most recent album, but the one before that? There was one with like an orange cover or something. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm. I I don't know. There, I mean, there might be, but regardless, like it, it, I, I didn't know about MIA before that. But then oh again, well, yeah, like, like before. Oh yeah, before 2008. Yeah. No, yeah, that was like she broke out into that scene, like with that song. But I'm not seeing anything else that got like really good radio play. Yeah, but. I mean, I don't know. Regardless, that song, really incredible. Oh yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah. That, I there's a there's one lyric in there, and when I was reading some analysis of the song, I thought it was really good, because it's like, um, kind of, uh, like the story of the whole relationship. Because at the beginning, I guess there it's a healthy relationship, yeah. and then like, at the end, it's it it like kind of like dies, right. and it says as we made our way from Providence to Phoenix, and. Uh, I guess Providence, I, I don't know the exact thing, but there's something to do with life and Providence in the lyric. And then Phoenix is kind of like the idea of like the Phoenix, like burning alive yeah, okay. type thing. So uh, it's a really interesting song. I would highly recommend it. Um, so, yeah. You know what's funny about like Vampire Weekend is that like mo- Modern Vampires of the City got radio play. Right. Like a lot of radio play. Yeah. And like the lyrics on that whole album, like they're very they're, obscure they're cryptic. like, like they're, oh absolutely they're, you know, yeah like it's not like a punk where it's like you know songs about you skateboarding or like you know a punk they're self-titled about like you know songs about skateboarding around your college right. campus or something they're like nothing straightforward no about no lyrics. it's a cr- nothing it's, at all it's cryptic and like i kind of like that i probably am guilty of like not digging deep enough within that but 
Uh, honestly, I kind of like that about the like the lyrics. I mean, kind of obscure, kind of like I don't know. Sometimes don't seem like they make sense. Yeah, I think they put a lot of thought into that though. Oh, most definitely. Like, and they they kind of have a certain atmosphere as well. Oh, it's like it's, yeah. it's like a weird like. Reminds me of the 1800s or something. Like it's like sure, yeah. I don't know what it is about the his word choice. I think is like a lot. He does that a lot though. Absolutely, yeah. You want me to keep you on? Yeah, jump. Let's jump on? into the next one. Uh, the first one that I uh, brought to the table that I felt like talking about. Um, yeah. Was a song that I found like probably a week ago. Okay. Uh, it's called Rydine by uh, Yellow Magic Orchestra. Sure. Yeah. And uh, you can listen to it. Uh, we'll pretend like you, the you, the listener, are listening to it uh, along with us. Yep. Pause who, and listen. Who can't legally do that? Perfect. All right. So, <laughs> um, I think one like crazy thing about this song that I just immediately it, like got me. It just yeah. comes straight out of the bat, and it's from the like it's from like what was it like the '80s or something? I think it right? was or, I think it was late '70s. Late '70s. Yeah. Okay. And like I think having pop music that was this. Um, Boombastic and crazy. Yeah, it's 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 kind of a wild track. Like all synthesizers too. It's okay. So my my initial reaction. So I just listened to this for the first time earlier today. Yeah. It like felt like a video game almost, right? Yeah. Like it's like a boss fight or like you're like playing through the level and the music's like very intense. Yeah. And it like had that kind of I don't know like eight bit feeling to it. Yeah, but it's yeah totally. But it's I think it was at a time when like. If you had heard something like that, that was like high tech. Sure, right. You yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. that was the like the future. The future. Yeah, I mean, because that was like before video games like that. Got right. Oh like, yeah, and like, like I think nowadays when we hear synthesizers like that in music, it's sort of a cheesy throwback. Yeah, rather, right. Rather than like a whoa, and but think, <laughs> that's yeah. what they were throwing back to right there. Uh, yeah, but that's like I think it's super creative for them to be able to like you know use those um you know eight bit cheap synthesizers. Yeah, and, and like that you know. I like and I like the part. Um, so, pardon me, I'm not a genius when it comes to like no, music no, theory no or whatever. But it jumps into like the bridge, right? Yeah, and um, and it has like those like lasers in the background. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, they're bringing in the lasers yeah, now. Can, I'm good with that. You can imagine like just like playing this song at like a fucking like club. Oh, absolutely. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody's kind of like. Like in the eight, you know, in the seventies, oh, eighties, it's like what the f- like. Okay, like this is crazy. Wow, I just went back in for the kombucha. Can I get? A, can I try? Yeah, it? I've never had. I've had. I, I've had. Oh, fair warning. I've had. I've had kombucha. I like tell I drank okay. it regularly. Okay, but I've never had this kind. Okay, tell me how many bubbles are in there. Like I, wow, I'm overwhelmed a second time in a row. Here we go. Oh wow, you got a lot of bubbles, right? Yeah, more than. Jeez, that's what I'm saying. It's very carbonated. They've got to do like some kind of other weird carbonation. They might. I mean, it might just be like, isn't kombucha like? Is I guess it, it is a. Th- I guess to actually to carbonate that. What what is it? Can you? What is it? Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 do some research yeah. on what it is because it, it's okay. For, it's something that's like they let sit and ferment, right? And it's it's, gotta it's be. alive. Yeah. If I'm not wrong. Okay. Um, it's, yeah, fermented, a- slightly alcoholic, which I don't think always has to be Uh-oh. true. Oh. Um, sweet. It's effervescent, okay. I agree that it's effervescent. Sweet and black or green tea drink. So it is tea. Yeah, it's but what tea. makes it kombucha? Uh, it's produced by fermenting uh, tea mm-hmm. and like use the symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. A SCOBY, as it says here a on Scobie. Wikipedia. S C O B Y. 
Symb- uh, symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast, SCOBY. You think there's like some like really diehard kombucha head guy that like named oh. his son SCOBY? Abs- oh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like he's like his house is like he's totally a granola guy. Oh, like and he just lives for kombucha. Like Ab- the guy who started Synergy Kombucha. And actually, you know, they're, I feel like they're. No, they're family owned. Are they? I'm I'm sure. We got I'm, I'm guessing. It's kind of crazy. We bought that in a 7-Eleven. Yeah. Or the equivalent. The equivalent. 10 years ago, if you would have told me. Maybe that's only in Colorado. 20 minutes ago, if you would have told me, you know I wouldn't have believed it. That might be a Colorado-only thing. I mean, no. I mean, if it's in Colorado, it's in California. Well, yeah. In Washington. Well, yeah, but you're not going to fucking... Uh, Missouri and right. walking into a, a, a corner store and be like, wow, they have Synergy Kombucha. Yeah, I, yeah, I kind of agree, right? It doesn't <laughs> seem like a St. Louis thing. It doesn't seem like a, I don't know, Miami, Florida thing. Maybe well, we'll, maybe Miami. Oh, yeah, Miami for sure. Yeah, there's yeah. some there's some new age, like, you know, there's some new age going on down there. Right. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I guess the SCOBY is commonly called Mother of Mushroom. Don't know what that means. Mother of Mushroom. Yeah, but it's uh, is interesting. There, is there a picture of one? Uh, like, I, is, it's, it, is it's, it an entity? Oh, is that it? Well, like that's that it. That's top? it fermenting, I think. So that's it Whoa. sitting there. Yeah. <laughs> so for all the listeners, for all, yeah. we're <laughs> looking at a jar of kombucha fermenting <laughs> right now. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm, I'm seeing a brown liquid <laughs> with some like uh, some sort of solid floating on the top. Go to the Wikipedia page for yep. kombucha if you're listening at home, um, so you can kind of tag along with us. Yep. It looks like caramel on the top. That is like, oh, God. Uh, it definitely looks I, gross. That has to be the SCOBY, though. Yeah, I wonder if, like, oh, God. I bet if you pulled it out, if it was, like, oh, oh, like a cloth. Yeah. Like, like taking a washcloth out of, like, a, a jar of honey. Sure. <laughs> right. And then I guess while it's sitting in there fermenting, it, it just, like, because you, you have the top on, right? Yeah. And then it's, like, I guess producing the gas and carbonating itself, maybe? Yeah. I don't know. That's I'm kinda no, fu- That's kind of crazy. Yeah. Oh, definitely crazy. Alcohol by volume, 0.5%. Commercial. And I would just like to know what the the um, economy of people who sell kombucha. Like, do you think there's, like, rival brands? Oh, there's definitely rival brands. I'd love kombucha. to know the um, the the economy of kombucha. I'm, like... The, poli- the politics the, the of kombucha. kombucha. I feel like the, it's, like, a very, like, farmer's market thing. I Like, people are selling their homemade kombucha at farmer's markets. There's got to be, like... No, nah, there's more than that. No, You're no, but I feel like that's where the real rivalry is lying. You think? Like the two people that have the that those like booths across from each other at oh, the farmers yeah. market, and they're like bringing in samples. Like my my scoby's better than your scoby. There's got to be some weird like measurement that they use that we don't know about. Like my scoby's actually uh, 15 decibels. Oh my god! Oh man! Holy cow! That means it's 06 percent alcohol. <laughs> Holy cow, bro! This is gonna enlighten your core. It's unreal. so hard. Unreal. <laughs> if you do this and then take a hike, oh my goodness, you transcend this reality. That is. See, I feel like it's not as big. I feel like honestly, I think Colorado might be leading in kombucha. Kombucha sales. capital of the world. I think we might. Be, no, oh well, not the world because it's definitely. I think it's like a, a traditional drink. I think it's like something that's not invented by like new age hippies. But mm-hmm. The country of origin is unknown, but uh, East Russia is their estimation. That's East Russia. Yeah, that's what they say. Really? Yeah, they that's I, cool, they got though. the scoby there. That's, huh? I wouldn't have guessed. I think the connotation that most people have with kombucha. In, at least in in like was that one was that one another that, one that was a scoby 
for uh, those who are listening at home, we have an up-close picture of a kombucha scoby pulled up <laughs> on the laptop here. You know the movie Flubber? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like Flubber, but um, if Flubber was yellow and looked more like mucus. This is gross. Yeah, oh, disgusting. I, I, I don't know if I can finish this kombucha I, now. I'm probably disrespecting some kombucha farmer. Is if, that what you or kombucha cultivist? What look, did you if, say? Uh, yeah, cultivist. Kombucha. Sure, that sounds good. If anybody's ever had, like has experience making kombucha, please let us know. Yeah, we would I, love I, to hear I, more I kinda, about this I process. I kind of want more more details on this because we need a firsthand account. Do you put it in there like it's like a, a bath bomb or something? Like, you do, you <laughs> it just, just like, like opens up, yeah, like starts put, bubbling. <laughs> like you get like a thing of black tea, and you're like, well, time to make some kombucha. Let's get the scoby. Throw the scoby in, yeah. baby. <laughs> oh man, I bet it's it's kind of cool though. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Interesting. And that has some nutritional benefits. Health if claims. I understand correctly. Oh, I think it definitely does. Oh, look, iced kombucha. I mean, I'm drinking this one cold, cold right? Do drink people it drink hot? it hot? Oh, can you make me a pot of kombucha, please? <laughs> don't don't talk to me after my hot <laughs> cup of kombucha in the morning. I take yeah. mine with cream and sugar. Yeah. Can I get that double double, please? <laughs> double shot of scoby in there, yeah. please. <laughs> I wonder if it can. Okay, we're gonna look this up. You're using one hand. I'm I impressed. I mean, there's gotta be. I'm like, if it's tea, I feel like people go com- hot or cold. This is from kombuchatea.com. Okay, um, oh, this is a really long article. Can I drink it? Just read hot. it straight through. <laughs> <laughs> front so, to back. Yeah, oh, front to back, this fucking article about whether or not you can drink kombucha hot. I just want a yes. I, don't, I, I want you to tell me yes. <laughs> you thought it was going to be a one word core oh, no, answer. Oh, here it is. Short answer is yes, yes, you there can. There it is. Oh, wait a second. This is why it's so long. She follows right into, with after yes, yes, you can, she jumps right into no. No, you can't. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, all right, that's about the most unclear answer ever. I think kombucha is the most paradoxical beverage that I've ever c- ingested. This can is, can right. kombucha be warm? I mean, if you leave it out for a it long. can definitely. Can you consume it like that, or should you consume it like that? I'm no expert. I would say probably no. I would say yeah. I am look, I, and I just tried kombucha for the first time about eight minutes ago, but I drink this hot. I mean, it is a tea beverage. I don't see why you couldn't drink it. It's not like there's, like, dairy or something in it. Like, exactly. I don't huh. know. I don't know. This this kombucha claims it will renew, re- rebalance, rebuild, reclaim, rekindle, and recharge me. So um, we'll see how it goes. We'll report back on the kombucha. Yeah, we've been talking about kombucha for, like, 15 minutes. It's worth so. it. Um, um, back to the next song that we were uh, brought yeah. here to discuss. Yeah, wait. Do we finish uh, Do we finish the... Rydeen, that Rydeen. Um It's a very interesting song, yeah, right? Yeah, it's a good song. It's... Uh, one I haven't had any experience with before, and uh, it's a very interesting listen. I could I could see myself listening to it as I like I don't know go on a run or something, and it being like a song you could like motivate you to keep going almost. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah, most definitely. All, All right, right, Lucas, drop your next song bomb. All right, um, yeah. So the next song is is one that I put on this list because I know that Vincent doesn't know super well or he says he doesn't know super well he has to he had to have known the song oh of course before, i know this song oh I, but of course I know it's just it. like it's just it's just like one of the best songs of all time before, before so the song is um vienna by billy joel but yeah coming in at a tight 334 so i do know this i think this is a really well-known song obviously it is yeah yeah, like, yeah but you said you're you're not like deep into billy joel right no like i like i know like you know obviously the hits you know like yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, i know yeah. uh what, what was it like uh 
Still rock and roll to me. Oh, you know, wow. Like, okay. Yeah. Sure. That's like the, I know. Like I know. Like you know, right. few Billy Joel songs, but yeah. I've never like sat down and listened to a full Billy Joel album. Well, I listen. I'm not gonna claim that I'm a Billy Joel expert that's listening to anything other than the Greatest Hits album. But hey. Vienna is one of the best songs that's ever been written. It comes in Ooh, with that nice little real, real bold little claim piano at the beginning, and just like gorgeous lyrics, gorgeous song. Um, I was doing a little re- like I had like just just uh checking the books on Vienna. Sure, yeah. Before this podcast, absolutely. I um, I saw that Mac Miller did a cover of it. Oh, did he really? Yeah. I gotta go find that because I uh, I I'll bet you that's pretty good. I actually liked when Mac Miller would sing. It was like under the Larry Fisherman alias, oh, right? Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Didn't he? It wasn't that like a secret SoundCloud or something. Weird, or am so. I wrong? I don't know. I don't know the history of that. I don't. I, I don't know the Mac Miller lore. No, yeah, I have no idea about the Mac Miller lore. I actually a bigger fan of him since he passed. R.I.P. But um, he's he was a really cool guy. He seemed really down to earth. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. He covered Vienna by Billy Joel. He had a couple of those. I uh, what was the other song? It was like uh, What a Wonderful World or something. I saw a cover that he did as well. He uh, that's really good. You should do that whole song. All right, for the next section of the podcast, <laughs> I'm going to uh, do a, uh, a off-the-top cover of What a Wonderful World. All right, here we go in one, two, <laughs> one, two. Th- all right, um, just expect that for the next podcast. We'll put out a special. Yeah, a special where <laughs> Vincent sings that song. We could do a singing. Uh, we each could rotate. You could, you know, singing a song we want to sing. Sure. That'd be, that'd be sick. All right. Um, we'll watch out for that in the future, everyone. It's going to be on tape. Tape like a tape. Um, oh, like a cassette tape. Yeah. Like, okay. You know, yeah. Like old commercials that would be like, call now to get your. Uh, yeah, two installments of fourteen ninety five. Yeah. yeah okay. It was like you know, and then you'd you'd watch them, and they'd be like just like kind of the B list songs of the sixties and stuff. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Like yeah. they couldn't get like CCR on it, so they got like. <laughs> uh, yep. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a of, of a sh- lower tier. 60s band but i right. think off the top of my head i can't but like you know what i mean like, no yeah yeah it's like there's like they're like scrolling through a list on the on the tv right and like all of them are white except for the one that's playing that's in yellow there yeah. and like uh that kind of sucks that with streaming we aren't gonna have that anymore we aren't gonna have to those commercials to get those, well i mean obviously like it's a better like system for consuming absolutely you don't have to pay but like there won't be those commercials and you like you know what i mean like in like 30 years we're not going to have like i'm like some b-list pop star hosting some like fake weird concert thing to sell a lifetime cd bundle i honestly <laughs> i'm okay leaving that in the past maybe I I'm, uh, i i don't think i am i don't i you know i'm okay to avoid any advertising at all i don't need oh. anything advertised to my me i'm, I'm happy to live an ad free life Ad download ad block uh this podcast mm-hmm. is spun- sponsored it's not. by ad block it's not um, but download it. Yeah. Okay. Um, let's jump to the. Ne- or we want to keep talking about Vienna. Well, uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, you didn't give any thoughts on it. I other than that, you listen to it. Um, I like Billy Joel because he's kind of like his music has always reminded me of a, a real di- like a diner. Sure. Yeah. In a good way. Yeah. Like, yeah. That sounds like kind of shitty, but like it's like no, it's, no, it's kind of nostalgic. That. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. Like a dingy old diner that you like. They kind of play the same 15 songs on loop, but right. Uh, but Billy Joel's there, and yeah, they got yeah. they got good food. Yeah, good yeah. hash browns. All right, you got a you got a diss track for us next. A diss track. Yeah, 
1971 version of a diss track? We do got a diss track coming up, actually. Yeah, yeah we got we got too many people. Yeah, by Paul McCartney. I so I listened to this without knowing it was a diss track, but it is. Yeah, I, for a second I was like, what do you mean? You want me to do a diss track? No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Uh, it's a song. Uh, Paul McCartney it was like one of his first singles, like alone, right? I like, think it was. Yeah, I think it, it was. Was were the were the Beatles still together when he released this, or kind of still I together? Think, I think maybe during the recording of it. Okay, maybe I might be wrong. Sure, um, but yeah, I think it was '71. Yeah, so I think it was just kind of a right out of the gates, like they, you know, freshly were broken up in the public eye. Right. And uh, Paul McCartney just drops this essentially, really. I mean, it's like. It's kind of like it's pretty veiled. Like it's like right. You kind of have to think about it a little bit. Well, yeah, I wouldn't have noticed it unless um, I would have looked the song up. But it's pretty much just him like dogging on John Lennon. Like, yeah, <laughs> dog. I uh, so I watched an interview where Paul McCartney was uh, he was talking to uh, Howard Stern about it. Oh, and really? Howard, yeah, and Howard Stern brings up the song and he isolates this one uh, this one line, which I think is like the perfect one to sum up the whole song, where yeah. he goes, "You took a lucky break and broke it in two. Yeah, and it's like that's that that was really hard hitting. Yeah, like, holy cow, like, that's very true. Like, because like John was a John was the original one that wanted to leave the band, right? Um, because of Yoko. Well, I think I don't know exactly. I think there was a lot of like, there's more to it, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, but I think you know he he kind of just didn't care anymore about making music or, or I think maybe I don't know not making music right because he kept making what, music what they were doing right and yeah, what yeah. I think him and Paul definitely wanted two different things in, in their music careers yeah and definitely that's like super evident you know yeah around and that time obviously. yeah but it was uh, it was interesting because so I, I didn't look more into it but apparently J- like John was making similar songs back at um, back at Paul and I guess yeah. probably the rest of the Beatles too so I bet John's were a lot more uh less whimsical than this one. Oh yeah definitely it's it's a weird song <laughs> yeah. it like kind of starts off very big and like i don't know it it like changes yeah throughout and the song and it's not like it's like a it doesn't have a negative tone in a way no like, i, don't I think know it's yeah, too yeah negative like you kind of i mean when you read into the lyrics obviously it's got you know undertones but right it's kind of a happy-go-lucky kind of tune in a way yeah it like, seems th- like it. like if you were to take the lyrics away from from what was going on just the instrumental like yeah okay yeah it's a it's paul mccartney song where he's Singing about his dog or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a very, very interesting song. Um, yeah, I bet, like, you know, you were saying that, um, like, John was recording, like, releasing his own songs. It's just kind of funny to think about how far their songwriting had gotten apart from each other. Right. At that point, and they, like, were, you know, you know, John Lennon was, like, playing three chords on a piano over, like, a weird broken, you know, drum beat like screaming his like lungs out sure yeah that's, you know because that was like what 1971 yeah 1971 yeah. yep it's kind of when he had that real minimalist kind of thing going on <laughs> yeah it's uh it's interesting I, I also like the the cover to this album ram i guess is the album oh it's a great name. album it's really it's, good it's kind of weird it has a it's like it, orange and he's literally him with a ram it's really really good it's like kind of the perfect paul mccartney solo album yeah. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. How many? I don't know how how many how, how much solo stuff has he released? A lot. Oh, a lot. He's got a he's got, he's a, got a big discography. Yeah, he's got a huge discography. Okay. It's interesting. Kinda, is this is this you'd say your favorite favorite out of them? Yeah. 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 The, he's got this other one that came out in like 2006. That um, you'd think Paul McCartney 2006. He's not, you know, 
Sure, right. It, songwriting is like a little diminished. I mean, it, yeah, not maybe not, but this this song this album, I think it was um Chaos and Creation in the Backyard is what it's called. Okay. Uh, it's pretty good for yeah. like a late Paul McCartney album. Right. Like it's kind of got it's kind of he's kind of got this old man attitude about stuff on it. Sure. You know, it's not like a his new one where he's pretending to be a hip young millennial or something. Right. You know. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. You want to go your next track? Like yeah, sure. So m- the final track I chose was uh, by an artist named Mike. Just Mike, which is like the worst branding of an artist I have ever heard. Because like, so he's on Spotify. His music's on Spotify. His music's on everything. But he is like the hardest person to find. You have to like search one of his songs with a weird name and then like scroll through to find him. Yeah, but it took me a minute. Yeah, exactly. And so his name's Mike and the song's called uh, Never Knocked is the one I chose. And it's like... Uh, off his most recent release, he has a lot of music for how short uh, his like quote unquote career has been. Right. Um, but he is like a big influence on uh, Earl Sweatshirt, who I mentioned last week, um, who I've been listening to yeah. a crazy amount. And he kind of like just does this thing where he has this very repetitive and distorted beat that he raps over. Yeah. And his his vocals are very like turned down right they're not in your face he doesn't like mix it so that his voice is the main part of the song it's just yeah. like he kind of matches it up with the with the beat in a weird way and i think it's a turn off to a lot of people but uh he's really talented i think he was like born in england and i think he's lives in philadelphia or something now. really wait philly i think so he lived in philly for a time he might oh wait actually so it's Philly and New York are, like, where his homes in the United States are. Okay. And I think his mom, like, can't get a visa or something to come oh. over and live. So he has, like, oh, a lot no of, good. like, lyrics about that. Oh, that's... Oh, dang. Yeah, but Never Knock, really, really great track. Yeah, I, I, I really enjoyed it, actually. Yeah. I, like, had heard a few songs by Mike really briefly. Yeah. Like, um, kind of before uh, Earl's album came out. Right. Because just because I... Um, kind of want I, I think he was like just there was a lot of talk about him yeah he has like when uh, that album was kind of like a cult following yeah and like um he's he's like friends with uh like earl but also uh standing on the corner yeah that's that's uh, type like the, yeah that whole crew is standing on the corner are they from brooklyn i honestly off the top of my head i don't know let's i'll do some quick fact checking yeah on that. um so uh, one thing that i just really really like about it's kind of like this new little like New York thing that they have going on. It's kind of it's really like its own genre, right? Way. Yeah, and like it, it, it's weird too. Yeah, like it's because it's um, it's kind of cool that Earl has sort of brought it to a lot of people's eyes. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, before, like, I wouldn't have known about Mike. We no, saw, oh, I definitely wouldn't have known about Mike. We um, we saw Standing on the Corner, which is kind of these other guys. They're kind of a producer group kind of do some freaky like like avant-garde yeah kind of sound collage music we like s- saw them open yeah we, we saw, saw them set, open and it was like honestly it didn't translate super well live it was weird live and i i i have an I, some i had another friend that saw them live and just like said oh god that was the worst thing i've ever been to yeah and it was right before it was like they opened for King Cruel. They went on tool, tour for King Cruel. Yeah, all, all kind of the same group, too. Yeah, right? I, I King like Cruel's friends with that group. Oh, is he? I, well, he's I friends with Earl. Sense, right. yeah. Oh, I guess that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah. But it was interesting. It was kind of funny that they put them as the opener for, like, 
I mean, King Cruel's music isn't exactly um like peppy or crazy or right, loud yeah. or anything. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, you know, his fa- I think a lot of his fans are um people who are like expecting you know like a real rowdy good peppy concert you know right I mean? yeah and so when when he kind of chooses an opener like standing on the corner who are like you know doing some crazy stuff with vocal effects and like uh samplers and I stuff but i think there is definitely like some fan overlap because i feel oh, like yeah there like, def- oh I, there absolutely is that but. experimental like hip-hop culture right. avant-garde as you said like those are the same people that are listening to King Cruel, right? In my head, at least. Right. I think a lot of... I think f- people who are deeply listening to King Cruel, most likely. Yeah. But I think there's some people that are like, yeah, like, I like I like King Cruel. Uh, yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, I don't know enough. See, I can't really talk because I don't really know enough about King Cruel. I don't know as much as I should. Mm. No. I mean, that's that's fine. It's just, uh, yeah. So it looks like, so it says New York still. So you were yeah. right about New York. I cannot confirm Brooklyn. Okay. Because um, I, I, I just remember them like, maybe I'm wrong. I'm totally probably No, just, like, it, there it is. Project is a creation of Brooklyn native Gio ah, Escobar. Gio Escobar. Oh, he's 22 years old. That's, imp- oh, that's awesome. That hurts. Hey, doesn't mean anything. You want people to be successful young, but when you're their age, man, that starts it starts hurting, yeah. without a doubt. All right. Um, Jump so in. Yeah, last track here. Last track here. Yeah. Um, and then we're going to go, we're just going to go down the line and give uh, off-the-cuff reactions to the, uh, off the Grammy nominees. Yeah, yeah the Grammy, Grammy nominees. nominees. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this episode isn't going to be out for like another week, so. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be after the Grammys. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That'll be a good, it'll be a good retrospect. Maybe you guys can think about uh <laughs> what we thought in the past so see how right we were yeah we'll, yeah we'll see how right we these end up being we'll, uh, we'll come back we'll review how well we did yeah uh my last song was um a new really new track um from uh connor oberst and uh oh, what is her name it has a weird weird group well name. yeah their group together is the better oblivion community center um and it's two what is her name oh my god it's like totally i'm at a loss right now anyway um they just put an album out surprise dropped an album um connor oberst was you know doing his indie guy emo thing back in the 2000s and uh kind of has done a few like you know solo efforts that are uh, a little um how do you put it a little more tame and laid back than the stuff that he was doing when he was younger but this album came out and it kind of feels like something he uh he would have done you know a few years ago to me probably people would agree but it's definitely or disagree but there's definitely some mature qualities to his songwriting on this album that uh you kind of intertwined with a, a youthful spirit it was a uh, so it's something i hadn't listened to hadn't heard of before i'm not mm-hmm. familiar with better oblivion but it was a very interesting song some very interesting lyrics on that kind of in the yeah. same way we we're talking about like vampire weekend i guess theirs are more straightforward maybe a little less metaphorical yeah still metaphorical oh, yeah. in a way but um it, it was very interesting kind of jarring lyrics yeah I don't know. well there's the way that they kind of structured like connor ober's part where he, he like structures his lyrics like it's like a bob dylan song or something you know like uh those kind of weird like around the corner lyric, like stuff that you weren't expecting like you know what i mean like he kind of comes out of nowhere with certain lines that you're like whoa like right weird yeah. like why does that why did you know no that? there was there's some weird ones i forget there was something about like 
sarin gas on there. Maybe yeah, not sarin gas. Yeah, no, they do say. So. I think there is a, a mention of sarin gas on there. I don't know. It was a. Uh, it was a really interesting song. Is so. Is the. Sorry, remind me of the guy's name. Connor, Connor Oberst and Phoebe Bridges. Phoebe Bridges, yeah. All right, so like Phoebe was the one that was, I like stood out more, right? You could yeah. hear more in the song, right? But it was like a really, really beautiful song. Yeah, I think like I'd never really heard her music until um, this album, but I'm like a huge Connor Oberst fan, yeah. so right. I like had heard like everything that he's done. Is she just is she just famous for his music? Connor Oberst? Yeah. Yeah, he, he was in the band Bright Eyes. Oh, you know okay, them. yeah, They did yeah. The, the song that people get married to. You know, the right. first day of my life song, yep. the Nissan commercial song. Right, <laughs> the Nissan commercial <laughs> song. Yeah, that's what everyone knows them for. Okay, that makes sense. Um, all right, we're, you want to pull up those uh Yeah, let's, all right, let me, pull noms. Up, let me pull up the list of Grammy nominations, and we'll just see uh, see what, see what our thoughts on them. Because I would, I would say that... I really enjoyed 2018 as a year for music. Uh, yeah, looking at it, there were a lot of a lot of good albums that I liked that were released. Um, but, but the Grammys tend <laughs> to they, I, you know, I never really agree with them. Okay, um, so the first one is Record of the Year, right? Which is, um, you know, recording of the year essentially. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Okay. Oh boy! Right uh, off actually, the top, you know I see what the winner is. This isn't. This isn't. Um, this is actually pr- these these nominations are pretty good. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, I mean, the first the first ones I like it, Cardi B and Bad Bunny and J Balvin. I gotta right. say, I I absolutely hated that song. Uh, yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan. I mean, I I bet yeah I didn't hate it as much as you did, but uh, it was uh yeah. not to like to like shit on it. That's yeah. not what yeah, I'm yeah no no. But um. It just like it was overplayed. No, it I was. Heard it, you heard it everywhere. Yeah, it got like, played a lot. It got a lot of play, without a doubt. Um, I don't know this one. The joke. By Brandi Carlile, isn't she a country is country what, singer? Is that what it is? I think so, and that would make a lot of sense. Well, it, it looks like one of the writers was Shooter Jennings, which oh, yeah, okay. just kind of screams <laughs> country to yeah, me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, the next uh, nominee is um. This is America, Childish Gambino. This is a like such a such a such a big song. I kind of want this one to win. Listen, I would have said that same thing like I don't know, 4 months ago, but did you hear like that uh what he quote unquote allegedly like ripped off? That song that he ripped off? It was like too similar to have been. Yeah, but it, that he didn't I mean, he took like a kind of the overall like tone of that song in a, in a way and but, structure and but like, he he amp he he amped it up to this like total pop anthem no he he did it's just like i don't know i have a hard time i'm first off big childish gambino fan big donald glover fan it was just like it's hard when like that I, there was something i forget what the track's called and that probably makes me part of the problem but just that song uh that he like might have and likely did like kind of rip off, kind of took away from this song to me. And like, mm-hmm. great song, great themes, great meaning. Yeah, uh, incredible music video, really well done. Um, but I was kind of, I don't know, I was kind of taken aback by that. Yeah, I could. I mean, I understand that. I think I, like, I definitely like lost a little bit of like, oh, I was kind of, you know, that was, I lost a little bit of fun for yeah, the song oh, after that. Yeah, I still like it though. Still think sure. it's a good song. Next, uh, next song, God's Plan by Drake. Um, all right, and the next song after <laughs> that is um, "Shallow." This oh. this is what I would want to win right now. Okay, uh, 
I uh, did not expect to like, uh, what's it called, uh, Stars Born nearly as much as I did. Um, and this song, highlight of the movie. I haven't seen the movie. <sighs> um, actually, you know what's funny? By the time people are hearing this, I will have seen the movie, most likely. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, good. So well, if, you're, if you're listening to this by next Saturday. You know the song, though. Oh, yeah, of course I know the song. Yeah. yeah, you can't avoid. It's another song you can't avoid, but it's a great song. Oh, it's so good. It's a really good song. And, I, like, like, shout out Bradley Cooper, because apparently he took voice lessons for, like, three years who to wrote take this? on that. Who um, wrote this song? Lady Gaga, and I think it was... Uh, Benjamin Rice and okay oh Lady Gaga actually oh nice yeah she okay. she does a lot of, she does her own writing I think she's she's good I, she's I, really she's talented really, she's really talented. she had a big year too with the movie and the and the song that's about to win record of the year hopefully okay hopefully. after that all the stars Kendrick Lamar and SZA I talked about how big of a Kendrick Lamar fan I am this song it has to be one of the most underwhelming Kendrick Lamar songs of all time yeah I agree it's there's I, like fine SZA does like an exciting enough hook but boy is it lackluster in like the Kendrick Lamar discography yeah I um I completely agree with that yeah just kind of status quo I, I'm happy he's getting some recognition but the Grammys doesn't like him anyway so I no know, way what, no way he'll win that's kind of what irritates me about this too because like you, what's what you want to win and what everybody's rooting for is not gonna win. Yeah, exactly. It's, I don't like, know. Like, I'm still shocked. Bruno Mars won Album of the Year, and like, I'm not just saying that because I'm bitter because Damn didn't win, but like, there were multiple projects that were better than that. No diss. Well, you know what? Diss to the Grammys. The Grammys are really out of touch when it comes to like what's really happening. I think. Yeah, it's kind of funny to go through these and like talk about them, but um, it just kind of sucks. Yeah, I'm yeah. not 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 the biggest fan. Uh, the next one is Rockstar. Yeah, Rockstar, another another big song you can't avoid. Yeah, that's like that was one that was like, I can't even really have an opinion on it anymore because I've heard it. Um, it's like, it was. It's like I, I I've never gone out of my way to listen to it. Like maybe right when it first came out or something, I was like, okay, yeah, Twenty One Savages on here. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but uh, after that, I mean, it just became like just like constant it doesn't it doesn't hit as hard as a, like a lot of the other post malone songs the like i'm not a big post malone fan i think he's a, like a really interesting and cool guy he seems like he would be fun to be around his music doesn't strike me very well but yeah. like uh, like i don't know i feel like those songs like i fall apart is like a crazy like ballad track where he's like just singing his heart out yeah that was kind of a i kind of like that song but then like things like rockstar and even sunflower are just kind of like Oh, okay. Great. It doesn't really go anywhere. Song. No, it, yeah, no nothing crazy. I mean, it's like it does. It's like it got a hook and like you can like remember it and it's catchy, but it's not anything that you're like, whoa. Right. You know? Yeah. N- never mind. Uh, this last one, I actually haven't heard this one either. Yeah, the middle. It just takes some time. <laughs> wow, they're really they're really throwing, they're giving the throwbacks. Look, I, these, we uh, were tooling on the, the Grammys a minute ago, <laughs> but wow, I can't believe they're believe finally it. giving this song credit again. Oh it's, my that has to be at least 12 years since <laughs> it was dropped. <laughs> Who's this by? Zed? And Zed, yeah. It's, oh, so it's like EDM probably, probably EDM pop is what yeah, I'm guessing. Yeah, well, it has to be EDM pop, yeah. right? Because they wouldn't, yeah. So that's... uh. Don't know. We'll see. Sorry if you really like that song. I've never listened to it. Never yeah. heard it. I, you, maybe you have. You just. Don't I know. probably. Ha- I probably have. Yeah. I probably have heard it. Okay. Uh, invade. So album of the year. Yeah. Um, 
I'm we'll just, just let's just like not go straight through the list, but let's say like the I don't know. There are some albums on here that I don't think should be on here. No. Uh, specifically uh Scorpion by Drake and Brandy Carlisle. Yeah, Brandy Carlisle. Um but I guess um people are excited about uh, Casey Musgraves got nominated for album of the year. Wow. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be weird if she won. That'd be like when Beck won a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that Beck. That Beck was actually pretty crazy. That was the weirdest thing ever to me. Yeah, I, that uh, was the weirdest album of the album of the year win ever. It kind of came out ever, of nowhere. I don't know who he was nominated memory. against off the top of my head, but I remember I did not expect Beck to win. I want to say he was nominated against Beyonce. Uh, if he beat Beyonce, oh, he was right. Yeah, because didn't Kanye pretend to run up on yeah, stage or something? What, yeah, kind of yeah I remember joke. that. That'd be weird if Casey. That's really bizarre that she's nominated amongst all. Like it's like Casey Musgraves, Post Malone, <laughs> Drake. Yeah, that's true. That is Cardi B. That's kind of out of nowhere. Yeah, that's that's really funny. I, I, realistically, my what I actually out of all of these, what I would want to win the most is probably Janelle Monet. Yeah, uh, that's what that's the one I. Uh, I think a lot of people are liking. Dirty I, computer. Yeah, I I don't. I'm guilty of not listening to the whole. Thing. I listened to all of it. That's like pretty good. Um, it didn't. It wasn't like. It was good, but it wasn't. It didn't like completely blow me away. Okay, sure. Um, but it was good. Like, it's definitely respectful. Yeah. D- but um, I watched out of all of those, like out of all the albums listed on the, uh, you know, album of the year nominations. Yeah. The best one. She's on like Good Morning America or one of those morning shows the day that the uh, the nominations dropped and they were like announcing her uh, or announcing the nominations for album of the year. Yeah. And uh, they like sh- said her name and she, I don't know, it's a really good video. She gave a really like happy reaction to it because I feel like she's been part of the industry for a long time. Yeah. And like hasn't gotten any like commercial recognition like that. I'm going to skip a little bit. Yeah. These. Um, That's perfect. But jump to. Uh, Best historical album. Best historical album. That's bet you didn't know that was a category. All right, we're gonna place our bets for best contemporary Christian music. All right, wait, no, I'm pl- <laughs> I'm placing a bet right now, and I have no doubt in my mind that Grace Got You is gonna take home the win. Don't know it. Oh, I thought it said David Guetta. Oh, exactly. magic. The guy who wrote this, one of the writers, magic. is David Garcia, and I was sitting pretty far back, and I thought David Guetta wrote it, and I was like, that would be incredible. Oh, it would be. That'd be hilarious. That would be like we were talking about the, the Christian right turn of uh, so Bob Dylan last David week. David Guetta. David Guetta now playing. Go, uh, goes through a, a Dylan-like born-again Christian face. I mean, he could, for all I know, he could be, because I haven't heard his name in a while. No, yeah, I get him confused with that one guy who's going through like a a post hype beast deadhead, uh, kind of weird. Like he's uh, trying to appeal to like old Grateful Dead fans now. Who? Uh, what's that fool's name? He did a. Uh, uh, oh my God, Mike Posner. Oh, Mike Posner. Mike Posner. Yeah, I took a fill in a visa. Like, yeah, he's like grew a beard now. Did he? Did I he think grow a beard? Is it Mike Posner? I think it's gotta be. He like is like look at this. Hang on. If you're following along with us, I'm googling. <laughs> I'm Google image searching Mike Posner. <laughs> All right, let's see. Yeah. Yeah. Mike, oh, yeah. he does. He so has he, a beard he, now. He went from like, look at this guy. He yeah, went. Yeah. Holy cow. Uh, he went from like a kind of a dorky like, um, like street kind of like a Mac Miller type, right? Almost in yeah. his style. Yeah. Like you know, flat brimmed Chicago Bulls hat, um, and like a real defined beard, and now he's got like. 
this like he's trying to go for the Jerry Garcia look. Yeah, he has like some sort of like I don't know like, like lumberjack look to him now. Yeah, like it, it, what the like. I wonder if he's still signed. Like, I wonder if he's oh, still Oh, no doubt. Label. He's got to be because he had that massive hit two years ago. Oh, yeah, definitely. Oh, yeah, he is. But I wonder if, the, like, that's not who he really – you know what I mean? Like, he put an album out that's like – oh, my goodness. Wait, he put an album out two weeks ago. January 18th, 2019. that album artwork? For those following along <laughs> at home, <laughs> we're now on the Wikipedia <laughs> page for the new uh, Mike Posner album. No mention of Scobies here. No. Look at the album artwork. It's interesting. The album artwork, for those who aren't following along, <laughs> is like something that you would like that like would be the next Bony Bear album artwork. Sure, yeah. There's like a it's like an orange background, right? And it looks like uh, it could have been made in MS Paint. Oh yeah. Um, and it's just like a bunch of shapes. One that makes a house. One that looks like the horizon. And then there's like one and a half suns and a moon. That's so funny. That's it. That's interesting. We're not. I can't see any. Uh, I don't think anybody's doing any real reviews yeah, of it, so we can't it, see how it's getting how its reaction. I don't think it did any good. I don't think it did very good. Well, I'm it's still pretty early on. But it's still early. I mean, his last album. But he had "I Took a Pill in Ibiza." That was huge. That was a huge song. Massive. All right. How weird now? He's like a. Th- he went through a weird image oh, change. I mean, quick. I mean, I feel bad for him because, like, he talks so much, and I, I, I took a pill about how he, like, had that one hit, fell off the face of the planet, didn't think he was going to ever have one again. Yeah. I don't know. Because he had a hit, like, when we were, like, young. Young, young. It was, yeah. Wasn't it Billionaire? Am I wrong? No, oh, that's Driving McCoy. Yeah, that's, um. Oh, wait, what was his hit? I don't know. Uh-oh. I'm I think bad it was Mike Posner fan. Oh, shit. How dare you, Lucas? Dang. I can't believe that. I want to say it was like, you think you're cooler than me. Was oh, cooler him? than was me. That, yeah, it was cooler it was? than me. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Thank you. He played at uh, Elitch's. Did he? Yeah. Oh, Elitch Garden. He's a, he's kind of like um, uh, Jason Derulo, who his career just seems to be these massive like massive hits. Like it's like a. It, he just goes from these huge hits to just being a nobody, like instantly. And it's like, cause guaranteed. Watch, mark my words. We we will have one more. Um, what's his name? Jason Derulo hit. This isn't the last you've heard from this Jason. This is not Derulo. the last you've heard. Or watch. Mike Posner it's for gonna, that matter. It's gonna be super weird in like a f- in 2019. I'm putting money on it. Mike well, Posner featuring Jason Derulo. I'm not going that far. Album of the year or record of the year. Whoa. Coming in hot. We got the late t- early tens coming back hot Whew. in pop music. No doubt about it. That'd be that. We kind of need a pop. We need a two. Uh, are we? We're almost there. What? Think about that. We're almost. They're having where? '90s revival pop now. Yeah, that's true. We almost lived ten an years, entire cycle. Ten years. We will have early 2000s revival pop. Here we go. Like complete with like, you know, shutter shades and. Oh man. Pink polos. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just oh, jumping well, straight Kanye, to Kanye. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like, think about that. Right. You know what I mean? No, it's it's gonna be weird when we're like. We'll have like a tick. We'll have like back. like TikTok by Kesha. We'll be like, we'll chart again. Deservedly so. That'd be cool. That's a bop. That yeah, honestly, it is a bop. It's a good song. Uh, that I, I don't know for some reason if I'm thinking of like that era of music, it's either that or I got a feeling. Oh yeah, that whole era. Those two songs are the ones that stick out in my head. Man, 
I got a feeling. Can we get sued for singing stuff on here? I, I hope. Think so. I, I, don't think so. I think we would have to be way closer to how the songs actually sound <laughs> for anybody to care. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it, it all gets like picked up on like SoundCloud. Yeah, somebody shazams it. Yeah. Hey, uh, Will I Am? These two dudes with a no-name podcast—they're uh, singing your song, uh, if you and you're not getting royalties from that, man. I, uh, will I am if you're out there. Sorry, sorry. Yeah. won't happen again. I promise. Um, I don't know what's uh. All right, so let's uh yeah, let's, let's continue down let's the line the, here. Let's just go to the rap album of the year, because I don't think it's on. It's got. I can't this find is, it. Okay, maybe you didn't look hard enough. Oh, there you go. Boom. Uh, All okay. right, so let's just say oh, best yeah. rap song. Okay, okay, we'll start there, yeah. That's what we should start with. Again, okay. God's plan is on this list. Sicko, Next. Sicko Mode's going to win. Sicko Mode's going to win. It's has to, right? Not that I'm like a... Not that I'm, not that I'm pulling hard for Sicko Mode. But no, <laughs> right. I, most likely. That's... Odds are. Look, as far as this one goes, I would like King's Dead to win. Cheering for Kendrick. Yeah. And then when uh, what's his face goes la di da di da future, um, oh yeah, oh wow, um, J Rock has win on here too, right? That's a J Rock track. Whoa, J Rock is on weird. the best rap song list two times, and I guess so is Kendrick because of that because they worked on the song. Together. Yeah, but J Rock would not expected. No, everybody's sleeping. Maybe. I've never listened to J. I'm sleeping. Well, I've never listened to J. Rock. J. Rock's pretty interesting. He's part of that whole like uh, Top Dog Entertainment okay. group. Okay, best rap album. Right, I I want so Daytona is nominated, and I really, really, really like Daytona a lot. So I I I'm like pulling hard for Daytona. Everything else, I'm kind of like, you know, a little indifferent to. Look, this list kind of hurts because there were like the two Kanye projects. Yeah, I think were better than any of the other. Four albums that aren't Daytona on here. Yeah, better than Astro World, better than uh, Invasion of Privacy. Oh God, yeah. Better than Swimming, better than Victory Lap, and uh, I just uh, see. I think the Grammys operate on a a uh, controversy scale. I don't think they want Kanye's yeah, controversy right, right now. Yeah, and I I don't think there's any chance like uh, he would have like ended up performing or anything. I think it was oh, just. Oh, like, can you imagine? Oh, absolutely They're not. just like, you know what? Uh, we need to spice it up at the Grammys this year. Let's give Kanye a performance <laughs> slot. Well, I think that there were like a lot of people rejecting performance slots this year, I think. I yeah, think, uh, there was um, Ariana, Ariana Grande's having, right now. Right. It's like kind of like developing. The, yeah, it's, it's, it's still happening. Because she wanted to play either, what, she wanted to play new music rather than like the album she just dropped that's getting nominated yeah. or something like that. Well, she just dropped an album two days ago. Yeah, two days yeah. ago. But like she wanted to play something from that. But I think that the Recording Academy wanted her to, if I'm not mistaken, wanted her to do something that was, like, from Sweetener. Sweetener's the album name? Is that, yo, the that's, one yeah, right so before. They, want, they wanted her to do one from the one that got nominated. Right, right exactly. Which would make sense. Yeah. Like, I don't hold that against the Grammys. Um, but, yeah. and then, I can understand both sides of the frustration. But then I also read that, like, uh, Childish Gambino also said, like, no. And Kendrick said no. Really? Yeah, and I don't know why. There's probably a reason that I don't know why. At but least we know BTS will be in the house. Are they? Oh yeah. Oh man, are they performing? I don't know. I hope th- I'd, that'd be sick if they were. Man, that'd I be, uh, that'd be cool. I need to uh, 
familiarize myself with BTS. They're, you you um, gave me a little education last night. Yeah, they're uh, they're hilarious. Not they're they're not hilarious. Uh, they are hilarious. They're cool. I don't know. I'm not super into their music, but they're just uh, as an image. They have they're the last uh, you know true boy band to really break out and get huge. Like they're huge. They're massive. They're I, massive. I cannot believe how massive they are just from like their social media following. They're getting oh like, yeah millions of likes it's and awesome. hundreds of thousands of retweets on everything they post without we fail. We haven't had a good boy band since One Direction. Wow. Yeah. I guess you're right. Like there hasn't been a real true like on top of the world boy band since One Direction. Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, One Direction only broke up two or three years ago, right? Hasn't been that long. I think so. Yeah, true. I guess Zayn left maybe a little earlier. Yeah, Harry's Harry's on his solo career shit. Oh, Harry's so cool. He is cool, man. He's cool. He like he did that like seamless transition into being a good actor as well. Yeah, like, like he, he, he mastered was that. Good and Dunkirk. Yeah. Oh, he's he's great. Yeah, dude, he's going to be a superstar for oh, the rest of his life. Definitely. Deservedly so, too. Yeah, he's he really is the one that uh he's the JT of that. He's the JT of that group yeah, with the, the oh, JT without a doubt. Can't wait for his Super Bowl performances. Oh, yikes. Oh, man. JT had a redemption he, Super Bowl performance for the record. Isn't that crazy? Think about that, all right? Was that last it, year? Yeah, it was last year. In, oh, I'm uh, getting I, I'm in Minnesota. No, no, you're not getting him confused because he performed in like 2005 or whatever with oh, the big controversy with Janet Jackson. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I cannot think of a better redemption story than pulling somebody's shirt off in front of like hundreds of millions of people. Yeah, maybe not hundreds of millions, like tens of millions of people, right? And then getting invited back ten years later. Can you believe that? Like, holy cow! True. Like sometimes I make a mistake and I like think about it for two weeks. Yeah, but like. That kind of just shows you can come back from anything in my that's, head. Yeah, that's a good point. Like, wow, good for him. I fuck with Justin Timberlake. Oh, absolutely. Justin Timberlake's a cool guy. I didn't listen to Man of the Woods at all, I don't, but I don't really know much about didn't it. Didn't like Man on the Woods. But man of Man of the Woods? I think so. Okay, Man but, of the Woods. But, uh, like, man, that dude's got some good albums, too. Oh, yeah. he's a, he's, like, I like his hits, too. Like, those ones that they play. Does anyone not like him? No, I think it's pretty popular. Maybe Janet Jackson. Well, I bet there's some weird. There's gotta be. Some, I mean, I'm no, sure they like probably, they yeah. probably patch but things like, up. I'm, maybe he's like in the industry. He's hated or something. But I don't I know. Like for, like, from a general public standpoint, like as like a pop star like that, he's a cool guy. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, very yeah. very likable dude. He's like, he's chill. He's very chill. Um, all right, let's continue here. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's see. We could do. Best rap performance, best rap performance. Man, these are all the same. It's it's gotta be it's gotta be. Uh, this is America. Yeah, uh, yeah, I would agree with that. All right, wait, hold on. I just found a Snapple cap in my pocket. Oh, read the fact. Here we go. All right, I actually read this earlier and I put it in my pocket specifically for this exact moment. Whoa. Yeah. All right. I this is actually I need you to make a guess on the fact. All right. Oh, okay. The fact is about if you drilled through the earth, how long it would take you to fall through from one end to the other. You ask me to take a guess? Uh, yeah, take okay. a guess. 3,000 years. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait. What, what, That's what a really bad... What speed are you going? No. It, like, falling. Oh, you're... You're falling through the earth? Like so some, so somebody 9. takes 8, a drill... Like, the gra- like what? And then drills through oh, the Oh, so earth, you're just and going at 9.8. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the speed of wait, gravity. Would you like to stick with 3,000 years? Fuck it, yeah. <laughs> Is that correct? No. Probably not. It doesn't make any sense. I probably I sound like a dumbass right now. The answer is forty-two minutes. Whoa. 
<laughs> not three. Th- I, you know what? I had this image in my mind, like the way that that was like worded, is that you're like you were digging the hole, like, and I was like, oh, like, you cannot make a. There's no way you could have a Snapple fact about that. Like, that would just. Ma- but I was okay. like, that's a that weird thing to your have. Your guess it. makes a lot more sense yeah. now thinking about it. I that like way. just like didn't think about that all the way through. I was like, whoa, 42 minutes. That's a really long time to be just like falling straight down. But you came in hot with 40 or 3,000. Yeah, years. I sound like a dumbass. I'm probably gonna oh, get no, made no, no, fun no. of for that. It was just unclear. It's just they unclear. should do. They should do kombucha facts inside of a kombucha well, lid. Okay, that's that's got to be the best marketing ever, right? Snap, Is, yeah, the Snapple facts. Snapple facts or any any marketing where they're able to um, put something on their like container that like makes you a little more inclined to buy it. Oh, that yeah. adds almost no or at least negligible cost to like the production, right? Like the best marketing campaign of all time, the uh, the names on the Coke cans. Yeah, like exactly. That's yeah. brilliant because like. As far as overhead goes, mm-hmm. they had to have what? They had to have the person to co- come up with all the names or whatever. Yeah. But like other than that, they just had to change their production. I wonder, um, you know who kind of, in my opinion, like tried and kind of failed? Who's that? Uh, maybe not failed. It may have worked, but I feel like they didn't need to do it. But uh, Five Gum has that yeah, truth or they dare do. thing. You're right. And what it, is that it about? It doesn't work. Like, yeah. It's like half the time you get the stick of gum and it's like you can't even read it because it's printed right. on the part that you're trying to open. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yeah, exactly. this is stupid. Right. But like, you know, I feel like with Snapple, like you can just immediately, you're like, Snapple fact. You're not like. It's true. Five gum, truth or dare. Right. And I, I yeah, I think I think five, five like tries to be almost like edgy in a way, right? They it's had all really those, edgy like, gum. As, as far it's, as gum goes, like. Wrigley ain't playing no truth or dare. Yeah. They ain't playing never have I, I ever. I, I feel like I shouldn't when I'm buying gum. I'm not buying gum for some stupid like but, uh, like gimmick. No, like, that like, that doesn't dare. work. That doesn't like that argument doesn't work because we're saying like maybe you buy Snapple over something else like because you're like oh I'll get the Snapple fact too, or at least you oh, are well, more Snapple, excited well, for or it. With Snapple, absolutely it does. But with chewing gum, not with chewing gum, but like I don't see that as any different than like your average everyday drink, right? Maybe. I feel like, I, I don't know, I feel like I'm not going to the store. Like, when I go to buy gum, right? I feel like I'm kind of set in my ways. Yeah. But when I'm buying a beverage, I'm kind of like, let's yeah, look let's over see, the options. Let's see what we let's got look here. look at all five coolers. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm, like sure. Like, because when I go into gum, I'm like, when I'm going to gum, bro. When I'm going to the <laughs> gum, going to gum section, I know, I know exactly I, what I'm getting. I walk in that store. And I know every footprint that I'm gonna be stepping on, man. I know I know my way to that gum section. Don't give me no juicy fruit. Yeah. I don't want big I red. Do, yeah. I'm going straight for the Wrigley's Wrigley? spearmint. That's an East. You're an East Coast guy. Is Wrigley's East Coast? I just feel like it is. I don't know if it is or not. Maybe but that seems like it's an East Coast thing. Like, uh, so just with the name Wrigley's, it's got like a baseball feel. It does. Yeah, it has a baseball feel. Baseball's an East Wrigley Coast Field. thing, man. Wrigley Field. That's pro- why it has a baseball look, I'd say. Because Wrigley Field's a baseball stadium. Boom. I guess I should have known that Wrigley was in uh, Chicago because yeah, of Wrigley Field. Yeah. I've been to Wrigley Field many a time. <laughs> I just uh, didn't put two and two together yeah. there. So not not quite East Coast because it's like... Right, not quite. M- middle. Uh, it's kind of its own thing. Yeah. Chicago's kind of... You know, Illinois, Chicago's sure. kind of its own thing. The parts of Illinois are Midwesty. Probably. Yeah, right. But Chicago, sort of the oasis out there. Yeah, fair enough. Out in the middle of the Midwest. Yeah, so um, 42 minutes to fall through. I, I was thinking about that. That's a crazy long amount of time. But yeah. I was thinking, like, okay, I guess if you, like, skydive, uh, it probably takes you, what, five or ten minutes to right, get to the yeah. ground-ish. Uh, I haven't 
been skydiving before. Disclaimer, neither of us, skydivers, neither of us have ever skydived. Please try to refrain from being too rude about it. Yeah, come on. Don't give us a hard time. I'm just making an estimation. Um, Um, So then, like, I'm going to guess, like, the Earth is, like, I don't know, nine times as long (laughs) as uh, the average skydive, (laughs) I guess. This is what we've gotten to at the end of this episode. (laughs) How long do you think the Earth is? (laughs) I'm just saying. That's just my estimation. No, yeah, no, yeah. Uh, Wait, what was your, well, give me a number for, like, the, like, if you just had to, like, come up with the radius of the Earth. Yeah. Oh, good. Um, just like no math. Dude, just give yeah. me a number. Ten thousand miles. Ten thousand miles. Yeah. That's a good number. Uh, that it's probably wrong. We might be. Let's see. No offense. Radius. Not saying it's probably wrong, but just of be. Earth. I, I'm not gonna be offended if it's wrong. Um, three thousand miles. That's it. Well, radius is halfway, right? Yeah. Oh, okay. So, entire uh, like across the entire way. Yeah. Um, Earth's circumference, is that what you're looking yeah, at? Yeah, circumference. Oh, 24,000. Yeah, radius is just like from where we yeah, are right okay. now to the middle of the Earth, right? It's, been a, it's been a minute since I've Not. had to think about stuff like that. But that works. So 24,000, so I was like, only about half. Yeah, okay. That's pretty good. Uh, so if you drilled through that, straight through, Man. 42 minutes to fall through. That's kind of crazy, though. I don't know how Snapple checks You must facts. be, yeah. You'd be falling so fast. That would be incredible because... Think about driving, think about walking in mile. Yeah. You know, like that's, it takes a minute. Oh, you do. But there's gotta be, there's gotta be something like, I don't know, the way that gravity is, like, when you, I don't know, there's gotta be some sort of effect to that as you fall through. I don't know. I think this is just like, if you're falling at a constant rate, straight through. And obviously that's like really theoretical. No one's ever actually done that. Are you sure? Bro. Oh, you don't remember when Red Bull did the... The oh, drill through the Earth challenge. He looks. Baumgartner <laughs> dives through the Earth. That was a live. Remember that was a big deal. The Felix Baumgartner. That, that, that was, was crazy. Huge. They live streamed that. That was a big deal. That's like a high stakes live stream too. Yeah. Because like you know how many things could have gone wrong. Like they also live streamed that dude that like jumped without a parachute into a net. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Things like that scare the heck out of me. Man, Red Bull's really committed to this cr- to crazy shit. And and yeah, there's <laughs> no apologies. They they at don't all. fuck around. No, no man. absolutely not. Red Bull, like Monster Energy, has this like fake like fake fake woke right thing about them. Like you know, they got the really gaudy design. Like Mo- we're monsters, but Red Bull is like. I don't know, man. You're not sponsoring people to jump from fucking space. No. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> the, Red Bull's really out there doing it. Yeah. Like, they're like, yeah, we'll push you out of this uh, plane with just a wingsuit and then try and catch you in that same plane 10 minutes later. Sure. Why not? It's Red Bull, baby. <laughs> like, dang. That'd be a sick, like, tagline. Absolutely. It's Red, Red Bull, baby. It's Red Bull, baby. I, I like Red Bull, but gives you wings, too. But it, it's. Once that dies out, we'll have to pitch a new one. All right. Perfect. So, is there like a patent or something they have on that? I don't know. I'm, oh, well, I'm sure they have a patent on it. Can't but like, is it is it like a patent that'll run out and then they'll need to come up with a new one, or they're gonna be like, I'm over it, or copyright? I don't know. Eventually, I feel like it's kind of like I'm over it. Maybe. I For mean, eventually, maybe. Like companies rebrand all the time. Yeah, especially like. But Red Bull's successful. Yeah, they're not like it's not like anyone's like. I feel like they're kind of like the standard for energy drinks. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, if somebody says energy drink, I feel like Red Bull jumps 
Yeah. As like the first and one monster, you think Red Bull of. and Monster. Red Those Bull and are, Monster, and like Monster has their own. I feel like they've reached the point of like they don't really have to worry too much about marketing because it's kind of ingrained itself into the culture. I don't know. I just like I. That's what I worry about Red Bull with like this uh, like kombucha phase of existence we're in right now, right? Like true. More and more, there's like a stigma is being there room, given to them. Is there room for a Red Bull? In a kombucha society, exactly. In twenty nine, or let's say ten years down the line, twenty twenty nine, kombucha society is Red Bull <laughs> still going to have a market cap of whatever they have? Probably not. You're probably right. Like, yeah, unless like they got to have some kind of healthy alternative. Red Bull kombucha. Whoa, that's a controversial. That's controversial, bro. Look, I, I, all I'm saying is I've never tried Red Bull and kombucha mixed together, but. That might be their next. That's the their bold, next big thing. That's the uh, the Boulder sponsored cocktail. Yeah, Red Bull kombucha and like just some vodka. Yes, yeah, that's the drink. Yeah. Oh God. Well, try it and get back to you <laughs> next time <laughs> on the day drive. <laughs> we, we've done the visuals. Now we'll do taste testing and oh tell God. you. I guess we've already done taste yeah. testing. Um. So out um, time to so wrap up. Yeah, we're just gonna like we're gonna end it here. Um. um Thanks again for listening. Sorry yeah. if if you like are like someone who's really into kombucha or something and listen to this. And I like, don't think we insulted it at I all. I hope not. I didn't mean to. Like I, I hope that they're like there's someone listen there's not anyone listening that's like I know exactly how this works. We just want to know more about it. Yeah, I think I'm it's really a general curious. curiosity as opposed to anything. Up. It kinda like came back up it, multiple times in this in this little hour and Yeah. All right, well Thanks again for your yeah, time. Thanks for listening. Well uh We'll be back. Uh, we'll be back. Next. Um, Unlike the Taste Podcast, ooh. we will ooh. be back.